0: Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the Writing Talk podcast with me, the author Michael Campling. And today, after a quick whiz through any bits of news I can think of, we will be looking at the hot topic of motivation, really, as in how do you get yourself writing and how do you keep going, keep writing, And we'll be looking at that very much in a a way that is based on proper scientific research. This isn't going to be a sort of um, mumbo jumbo type thing. We're going to be looking at some good stuff here. And we do have a writer's toolbox to top it all off. So I hope you find something useful in this episode. Welcome to the Writing Talk Podcast, a show that helps you to build your skills as we go on our writing journey together. Okay, what on earth have I been up to? Well, I'm still churning away uh, content. I'm afraid I did miss an episode of putting the podcast out today. I really just got to the point where I wasn't able to sort of catch up with everything all at once, but I will keep, you know, my goal is to do it every week, so really, it does all fit in with my idea of just trying to put stuff out there because it's just a really good thing to do. I think I'll come on to that a little bit more later on in the show, funnily enough, because these things all link it all links together, folks. Um, so what have I been doing? I've been um, still working away at my mystery story, and this is almost kind of a cautionary tale Um, because you sh- it's very easy to go herring off after new things especially if you've been working on a book or a series of books, perhaps for a while, other projects can start to look very exciting. As part of my strategy and, and and general way of working, of putting stuff out into the world uh, in a way that I hope people will find useful and I think it benefits me creatively as well to do it. Um, I was started to do a few little bits of flash fiction and little short bits of fiction, which I was doing about each Friday. And what did I do? But I'd rather let one of them... Get a hold of me so instead of becoming isolated little flash fiction pieces that I could, um, you know, put together quite quickly, uh, it's turned into a serialized fiction, which is nice and I'm enjoying writing it, but it is taking me away from my other work because I really want to get this thing finished now. And what I've ended up with is having two projects on the go, which isn't ideal. Um, so I've got my main Brent Bolster book that I'm working on, and it's that's kind of taken a back seat while I desperately think, oh, this is this won't take much longer just to finish this side project, and of course it keeps expanding and getting bigger, and it's it's heading to around twenty thousand words now, and still not done. And really, it was meant to be, you know, a tiny piece of flash fiction. So it's nice there'll be when it's all rewritten and edited and everything, I'll have a book at the end of it. But um, just a cautionary note there, really um don't torpedo yourself with side projects um unless you have a really good reason for doing so and they all seem like good reasons at the time don't they but um you know try and keep some kind of focus it's uh difficult in this game sometimes to keep focused on what's important but um just watch out if you are doing other content you know blog posts and things try to keep them contained try and set yourself uh nice manageable goals and don't give yourself too much to do and with that i think we'll get on with the main topic all about really how you get motivated and how you keep motivated and keep writing right so how do we keep going at this uh, crazy thing that we've set ourselves to do of writing novels and fiction and so on well um my son is at university just finishing It's in his last year of studying a psychology degree and he is um, working at this point in quite a sort of high level of, on research and so on. He, he took an extra year during his, his degree to um, uh, get experience uh, working with some PhD, that's some, some postgraduate um, students who are doing the research as well. So he's kind of got an extra year of experience of research in the field of psychology and what he was specializing in in that is um looking at ways behaving. Sorry. Looking at ways of modifying as I hope he's behaving, <laughs> looking at ways of modifying people's behaviour. Behaviour modification is the phrase I was I was trying to say and the project he was doing was uh, at plymouth university was particularly to do with uh, looking at things like how do people get fit and change weight and i think that he were even putting together apps and things like that as a result of it so it was all quite in detail stuff and i couldn't help but think well how would that apply because um just like any motivation to change your behavior writing fiction is kind of a whole set of behaviors and what could we take from that? So I had a chat with him, kind of want to get him to come on the show and have an interview, but if he's, you know, working on a dissertation and stuff like that for his uh, coming towards the end of his final year. So we didn't really want to um, to distract him with that. So I so I, um, I quizzed him on the principles of it and tried to ask him lots of questions on your behalf, really, I hope, so that we can try and make sense of uh, of how some of these things might be applying. And it's not a gobbledygook thing. It's not a sort of, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff around at the moment that's kind of, uh, um, it, well-meaning sort of mumbo jumbo. You know, we can all put like uh, happy little thoughts up on our wall and stuff. And I do have happy little thoughts and things around in my room. And you know, we could all sort of spout stuff about well-being and self-care and stuff. But this is something a bit more, a bit more detailed, and it will take a bit of effort, um, as you can imagine. I think, I think change and and improvement always takes effort. Um, If it's going to be worthwhile, it usually takes a bit of work, but it's not complicated. That's what I'm trying to get down to. So one of the ideas he talked about with me was the idea of pairing things together. It's a little bit hard with writing uh, because the idea is you pair together two things. that So you take something that you really enjoy doing and you pair that with the activity you want to work on and you limit yourself to only doing the enjoyable thing whilst you're doing it with the other one now that immediately challenges me because you'll hear all kinds of people saying uh, oh i i listen to a certain soundtrack when i'm writing or i listen to a certain album or you know i perhaps most of us always sit in the same place perhaps we um you know have little rituals that we've come to do and that that feeds into this idea of, of pairing so it's like if you if you listen to, you know, one of those tracks with uh, which I've mentioned before, there's a rainy mood and so on. There are things where you can listen to wind and rain and stuff. And yeah, that that is that is part of it. You're doing a pairing thing so long as you enjoy listening to the uh, the wind and the rain and you find it relaxing and you know it gets you in the right mood for writing. So it's a little bit tricky because there's not many things you can do whilst you're writing, but it could be, say, uh, listening to a, a favourite uh, set of music that you like, but what you should do that to make this work is you should only listen to that piece of music when you are writing, so that you, after a time, you come to associate the two. So that's kind of how that works. So fair enough, you know. I don't. I wouldn't normally sit around listening to wind and rain, but I do sometimes. Um, after a little while, it can kind of get on my nerves, so uh, it doesn't really work then. Um, but that's something to think about is there something that you could pair so it could be I was thinking it's not exactly simultaneous but it could be say you've done a sprint and you know you have a nice little treat that you like a little um you know a nice bit of chocolate or something you want to eat or a uh, a really nice buy yourself a really if you like coffee say you buy yourself a really nice um blend of coffee and only keep that for when you've done your sprints don't have it at any other time, so that is important. It's if you if it's something you have all the time, just whenever you feel like it, it's not really going to work. So it's got to be something that you can tie together. So that's something to think about. That that's very much uh, up to you how how you apply that. Um, just as long as it's something enjoyable and you only have it when the writing is going well. Okay, so I think that's fairly straight. I don't think I need to explain that anymore. You know, it could be just a. Uh, don't know a favorite glass of red wine or something that you you enjoy a particularly you know perhaps it's a bit more expensive and you wouldn't normally have it but a little treat and you think yeah i'll just ha-. you've got that at the end of the um the end of end of the session to look forward to but or it could be something you listen to in which case try not to listen to it the rest of the time um okay so that's that's the pairing part the next bit is a little bit more uh involved but it's to do with breaking down the task that you're going to do into the tiniest, tiniest steps you can think of. And you Im, there's a lot of imagine. It's good for writing. There's a lot of um, imagining in this. You've really got a picture. So you sit down and you picture in your mind all the steps that you would have to go through to get to that point where you've done a writing session and it's sort of in the can, so to speak. So right at the beginning, so. Uh, what one of the things that you might need to do is how do you get that time so what are the what needs to be in place to give you you know half an hour or an hour whatever it is free what what do you need to do to get that half an hour free say and what are all the things that could be barriers to that and you might need to write all this down and it might get a bit long but i think you probably only have to do it once So say you go through and you think, okay, well, you know, the dog might need walking, Um, you know, the kids might need their tea or something, you know, I I might need to put some laundry on, all the little things that you need to do that that could get in the way. So you write all those down and say, okay, well, how am I going to make sure that doesn't get in the way? So how can I do it? Okay, well, I walk the dog earlier in the day or, you know, whatever it is, just get it organised so it happens before afterwards or something like that. So you've got the time and even picture yourself, sitting in the chair, turning the computer on. Each tiny little thing, you know, do you have um, a desk or something or a table or a surface where you can work? Will that have to be cleared before? So each step you that you would have to go through. Think what could be the barriers? um, So right through sitting down in the chair, or well, what if, you know, what if the chair you normally use is sometimes used by somebody else or you know, it's got stuff dumped on it or <laughs> you, know, you know, perhaps you, you sort of chuck laundry on it or something. Um, what if somebody else could be using the computer or the, the laptop or, you know, somebody else is using the table or the room or, you know, there's a, a noise from another room. There's a TV, there's some music playing, there's, you know, all the little steps to go through. Um, so you, you've got the time, you've sat down, you've got your computer on, so you're opening your editing program, say. Are you going to be able to find the thing you were working on? Um, is it jumbled? Is it lost somewhere? Is it is it <laughs> yeah? Is it is the program working? Is it reliable? Are, are you going to be able to actually just sit down and use it? Is this the keyboard work? So you picture through the little, the process. Write it all down. What could go wrong? What could be the barriers um, to each tiny step? Think of as many sort of very in a very thorough and very honest way, as many little steps as you can and say, okay, what would be those barriers and what can I do about them? How can I overcome those barriers? So that if they happen and, you know, maybe they don't that day, maybe just everything goes smoothly. But if they do happen, you already have a sort of mental checklist where you can say, well, if that happens, I'll just do this. And then you go into fixing that problem or you. By thinking it through, you know, in advance, you actually have that ritual set up and you don't need to overcome that barrier it doesn't doesn't arise you've already dealt with it because you've thought of it beforehand you see what i mean so i think i think that could be very good so i think it's a very simple kind of process All you really need is a pen a bit of paper and and go through and and say what you know be honest be very true to yourself and think what do i need what could get in the way what can i do about it to overcome it and um, obviously, we'll all have our own different lists, but um, it's it's certainly worth a go. I think very simple, cost zero, just a little bit of time, and maybe it's something you could review from time to time. But but yeah, create that space for it to work by thinking about what could go go wrong. Um, to be forewarned is to be forearmed, or as I like to say, is to be forearmed is to need for. But. <laughs> two pairs of gloves sorry i missed up my own crap joke anyway <laughs> so um i hope that kind of makes sense to you um it's very simple really I say there's no gobbledygook in it but it is based on sound psychological principles so that these guys were doing um a big research project and they were taking people who really wanted to to do something particularly about their their weight i believe and so they had real people coming in and they talked through them and they they did all this and they did a lot of um, a lot of visualizing it. So it's it's partly when you sit down, we don't often sit down and take the time to visualize what we are going to do, you know, really, really visualize it. I mean, maybe shut your eyes or something and think, you know, pitch yourself going through those steps Um imagine all the sights and sounds and smells and everything going on and what what is needed for each step to be a success what could stop it happening and what can you do about it to just deal with it straight away so i hope that kind of helps um it will it all be different for each of us but uh I, I hope it's a strategy perhaps you can tackle especially if you, you really want to get this writing thing off the ground but things keep getting in the way If you just let it lie, so you're kind of firefighting the situation all the time, you're you're going to end up frustrated and you're going to be thinking, oh, God, you know, what am I going to do about this? Every time I try to get going, something goes wrong or, you know, perhaps you think, oh, I just give up. And that's no good. That is very much the opposite of what we're about in this show. So I hope that kind of makes sense to you. Okay, be really thorough, be really honest, just write it all down, see what you can do about it final prong in this kind of three-pronged attack. Um, So imagine pairing activities, imagine breaking it down into steps, beating the barriers. The third one is really, really sitting down and imagining um, what you will feel like when you have that success. Imagine everything about the success. Now, what your success might be is going to be different for all of us. So it could be that you finish your book. It could be that you um, just want to get through a, a, a short story, whatever it is, whatever it is you're really trying to nail at the moment. Sit down, you know, shut your eyes maybe, think about exactly what that's going to be like and try and experience it in your imagination. So think about the sights, the sounds, the smells, everything. You know, I mean, what one moment I love is, um, is get, I don't always – get around to doing paperbacks for my books but when I do it's really quite exciting when they arrive and you get all the formatting and everything done and just thinking about you think well what's he on about all the senses but I mean I hope that came out okay that's just me flipping through the latest Dology for Gravity paperback that came and um you know the, the cover has a distinctive smell the paper has a distinctive smell and it's come off the, the printing I, I always um I like to sort of, you know, stand there. I've got the Amazon package in my hand. And I pull off the little ribbon, which makes its own little tearing noise, and then unwrap it and see if they've come out. See if the cover, because I cause I make my own covers as well, so see which is not a terribly good idea, but I do, and um, see how they see if it's come out. See if the colours have come out nicely. I hope they have. See if all the formatting and everything has has come out correctly. And it's really quite nice just that opening it and looking and seeing your words in black and white on the page and uh, I always get the very first one of, of, of each book and just sign the front one just put the date on it you know write first copy on it pop it on the shelf that's something I just really like to do so that is a, quite an emotional situation that I can imagine and really picture and if you can Punch that up for yourself it really gives you something quite motivational to think about and to aim for um imagine yourself in that situation where you've written the thing you want to read um sorry written the thing that you really want to well i hope you want to read it but you've written the thing you really want to write and you get that feeling of success as i say it might not be a whole book it might just be a, a shorter thing or perhaps it might be a huge like epic series that you want to complete i don't know but imagine that sensation where you can actually sit down and say, Done it, nailed it, it's done completely. You know, finished all the edits and rewrites that I want to do. It's as good as I'm going to get it and it's ready. So that's really um, all I've got for you on that, I think. I probably not done as great a job as um, describing it as if I'd had a, you know, being able to interview somebody about it. But um, as I say, I try try to interview my uh, son about it as much as I could on your behalf and I hope I've come out with something that actually makes sense and these principles do really work and I believe that is even an app somewhere which you can uh, you can use to um to help try and reach your goals so I'm going to have to look up that you and I'll try and put it into the um into the show notes if i can find it later the show notes of course will be at writingtalkpodcast.com. i'm going to be fairly brief this uh, this time because it's uh it's just a few bullet points really and um, sometimes i have time to write up a whole screed of things and uh, sometimes i just don't so i think i need to get it done with the brief show notes and, and get it out there and with that i think i will press on to the writer's toolbox <laughs> Okay, so in the writer's toolbox, I've got a couple of things for you and I said it would tie in and they kind of do because I mentioned that um, producing content, doing things like uh, podcasts, like blog posts and just creating all these. These different kinds of content is its own kind of reward in many ways, and it kind of fits in others, somebody who fits in very much and kind of helped to. To promote this idea is Austin Cleon, who I'm sure you've possibly heard of, uh, New York Times bestselling author. It says here, and I know I've been aware of him for quite a while, and I've noticed that some of his books recently seem to be on sale. I, I know in the in the UK and in the USA. So one of my writers' toolbox things is a little book called Show Your Work. I mine arrived the other day. It's um, and I I went for the paperback one because. In the sale price, it was about the same price as the Kindle book. Um, I can't remember how much it was, but it's worth worth having a look just in case it is on sale still. Uh, I really like that so far from what I've seen of show your work. And I think it was also reduced as well. I've actually got a copy of the Steel Like an Artist journal. So he's got several little books of Show Your Work, Steel Like an Artist, and I think his latest one is called Keep Going, funnily enough, which I haven't looked at, but um the Steel Like an Artist Journal uh, is is a really nice little thing. Again, you get that as a paperback. I don't know if it's it would make no. I don't think it's available as an ebook. Wouldn't make book it wouldn't make sense. And it has lots of pages in there with all kinds of little places for you to do your own doodles and things. And the idea is you take it around with you everywhere you go and you write in it every day. Just write something in there, and it's to get you kind of journaling and and. Uh, opening up really and freeing yourself up creatively it's it's that kind of uh, little exercise to sort of blow the cobwebs off your off your creative mind and uh i really like getting this this journal it's um i, I mean i guess you could just you buy a blank journal a bit cheaper and, and just do what you want but sometimes you need a push to get you started on that route and and so there are things in there like just um 10 things i want to learn or there's a page full of triangles and it says, write your own captions under each one. And then there's a page full of circles and, you know, it's um, things like that. But it, it took me back, opening the journal took me back to a, a feeling that I can remember having when I was very, very young. And I, I think I would uh, talked about always wanting to be a writer, but I, one of my prized possessions when I was very small and I could just about write my name was a uh, an exercise book, a little exercise book that we I guess uh, my mum or dad must have bought and given me at home. I just thought it was the most wonderful thing ever, and I just really wanted. It's one of those things where your ambition is overleaps what you can do because I wanted to write all these stories, like you had heard people reading stories and things to me, and I really wanted to make my own. And I thought I could fill this book with these stories. And it was a real magical moment, just like writing my name very carefully, which takes you ages when you when you're young, doesn't it? And um, just writing your name very carefully on the cover, and just couldn't wait to fill it. And I kind of felt a bit like that with this, you know, all these years later, I just kind of got excited about (laughs) about a blank book. Um, And I think it's partly because it's a special thing. It's almost like a treat to myself to say this is my little special book where I can enjoy playing around creatively with it and just having a bit of fun. So I'm looking forward to filling that in and I'll uh, try and put a few little snapshots of uh, what I've done in it. possibly on my blog, which is uh, mikeycampling.com and I'll maybe on Instagram and things like that, which you can find via my site there. And I'll feed back to you later on in another episode, perhaps how it's working. But I certainly think the Steel Like an Artist Journal is a good little tool um, because it just enables you to to regain a bit of bit of fun and a bit of joy out of creating something just for the sake of it and just because it's great and it's just great to create things okay well i hope that has helped you a little bit um this week in the ideas of um, pairing up your enjoyable activities with your with your writing looking at all the different step-by-step barriers you might have to overcome and and getting mentally prepared to bash them down each time you come up against them and really imagining your success and what it is going to feel like when you have that success i hope that will help to keep you writing keep tapping the keys keep scribbling away and while you're doing it keep smiling so thank you very much for listening and goodbye